Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. But I'm here now with Antishok, Leo Bratker, and uh, also have Deputy Paul Kyo beside me here. Tishok, welcome to the Banner of Thangan. Well, thank you. Really delighted to be here and uh, blessed with the good weather and uh, great to see so many people out and really want to say thanks to the organisers and the volunteers for making, making this event possible. It's a great day. You were down here, I know you were invited by the IFA. What sort of issues have they been raising with you already? I know you've practically just arrived here. Yeah, so invited by the IFA, but obviously um, it was uh, Deputy Paul Coe who suggested that I should make sure this was part of my calendar this summer. So I'm um, delighted to make it my uh, uh, first show of the season. Uh, I suppose with IFA, there's always a lot of different issues to talk about. Um, certainly the EU nature law has been a big issue in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and I think we're in a better position than we were a few months ago. Um, we didn't support the original proposal. Uh, we thought it would have been uh, damaging to farmers in rural communities and coastal communities. Um, where we've got now is a revised version of the law, which is going to be a lot better, a lot more workable. There's still some more work to do to make sure that um, we bring farmers in rural communities, which, which is really important. Um, uh, obviously, a huge issue that's being raised is, is, is the, the input costs of energy and fertilizer and, uh, and then concerns around the nitrates directive as well. So uh, a lot of things on the agenda. Right, you also come to us two days after the RT primetime documentary by Fran McNulty and it wasn't lost on us that a lot of these calves are going through Ross Lair, your report. What is your reaction to that and what, what would you like to see as a follow-up to this? Yeah, I, I, I saw the documentary. Um, I, I think uh, everyone appreciates that it isn't reflective um, of everyone involved uh, in the industry. Um, um, but there clearly are some people who are, are breaking our animal welfare laws uh, and breaking our road safety laws as well. So we've asked RTE to uh, give us the footage uh, so that we can find those people who are responsible and um, hold them to account because um, a few bad actors um, breaking the rules, mistreating animals in that way can give the whole sector and the whole industry a bad reputation. I'm sure that doesn't happen. You also come to County Wexford at a time when we are still waiting for the return of uh, our fully functioning 24-7 um, uh, A&E department. Can you give me an update on that? We were led to believe the 25th of July it is going to take place. It is reopened. What's the latest on that, Taoiseach? Yes, so the latest update I have is that it will reopen uh, to full service 24-7 um, by the end of July. Uh, 25th of July is the uh, still the target date for doing that and we believe that will be met. Um, really important, obviously, for people here in Wexford, uh, but also for water for two because um, uh, Waterford is, is uh, really taking the heat and taking the pressure I think f- um, from Wexford at the moment Vincent's to a letter, lesser extent so uh, important that we get that up, up and running uh, and I'm told 25th July is, is going to be achieved and obviously then there's a medium term plan to increase bed capacity in the hospital too because that's necessary. Uh, there, there are 30,000 more people living in Wexford than there were um, 15 years ago so population's only going in one direction. And also the 96-bed unit that we are calling out for. Can you give us an update on that? Yeah, so we're working on that. Um, had a lot of conversations with Stephen Donnelly about it uh, and Pascal Donoghue. Um, since this government came into office, uh, we've added 1,000 beds uh, to the health service and 20,000 more staff. Um, but with a rising population, an ageing population, more and more new treatments available, uh, we need to increase our bed capacity. And I believe Wexford needs to be part of that. Um, but we're still working out the details about extra beds around the country, get them in place and 
and done as soon as possible. There is one other issue just to round off our conversation, not far from where we are, that was badly damaged by tornado damage and a lot of people are very displeased that not an awful lot of work has gone in to rectifying that. You are aware of this? I, I am, yeah, certainly. Um, uh, Paul's made me very aware of it. Um, Heather Humphreys and Simon Coveney are across it too. Um, what I always say to people is that we have schemes in place to help people who couldn't get insurance. So, you know, we do expect people to take out insurance for their car, for their home, for their business. Almost all your listeners do. Um, but where somebody couldn't get insurance through no fault of their own, uh, that's where the government can step in. Uh, our current scheme, though, is really around flooding. Uh, and I think we're going to look at that now and see if we can extend it to uh, severe weather events uh, like tornadoes. And I think that would be right because if somebody you know, didn't have insurance through no fault of their own, they couldn't get it. Well, that's kind of where the taxpayer has to step in. But if people can get insurance, well, then, then they should. That is their responsibility. Thank you for coming over to us. Just a final message for Betty and the team here in the Banner of Thangan show. Shows like this, they need to thrive and they need to survive. They do, yeah. Great show. And uh, as you know, as part of what we're doing with the new uh, rural fund, uh, Mr Humphreys is now providing government funding to shows around the country. Um, and we're doing that really in recognition of the fact that the cost of running a show is much higher than it would have been in the past. And we want shows like this to continue to thrive because they're great opportunities to bring everyone together uh, and they can you know create a lot of positive feeling people get to meet old friends make new friends uh, learn from other people's experiences and you know the value that they have is much more beyond their economic value there's real social value in them too and that's why we've um, changed our policies i suppose in recent years to provide government funding for them thank you for coming over just this afternoon tisha southeast radio's morning mix Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.